0: to chat with us about this episode. Hello, hello.
1: Hello. Here we are again.
0: (laughs) Yes. You didn't say we're back.
1: I didn't say we're back. That has been our thing recently. I'm so sorry. We're back.
0: Yeah. Well, and welcome if you're new.
1: Yes. And welcome if you're new. We are here today to talk about our thoughts on raising a teenager. So we have a 15-year-old, I can't believe I had to think about that for a second.
0: (laughs) He's been a teenager for a couple years now. So so. we
1: have a couple years under our belt. Um, And uh, yeah, we just have some thoughts that like if you are in those years, we're right there with you. If you are approaching them and you're looking at them with fear or dread, we thought we'd talk about that. (laughs)
0: Well, because we're on the verge of another one. Yes, we have another
1: one coming up. Um, And we are speaking to you of the fact that literally we are not experts. No. This is our experience. Everyone's experience will be different. We're but
0: learning in real time.
1: We are definitely learning in real time. <laughs> um, and there are some things as we have another one coming up that is a tween that is going to be turning a teenager, that there are things with him that I know are going to be different oh, than with sure. our oldest. Like So that is the other thing. We already know those things are going to be different. So, probably in a couple of years, we'll have another podcast for you that will say, Oh, here's some others. Yeah. <laughs> or, and we have oh, a boy. Totally different. We don't have a girl. I know, like, not to put gender on and say that it is different, but uh, we have already experienced differences in some things. And so, mm-hmm. all that to say, this is not an expert. This is our own experience. And, um, some things that are it's just our thoughts basically just our thoughts basically i have listened the idea came from i have listened to some other people talk about raising teenagers and i thought oh that makes me feel so much better and i thought you guys might need to hear that too if you're there or you're not there so to be in the same club to say yes those things are normal and those kinds of things Mm, um i think the the analogy that i have always loved is um, from Jen Hatmaker, who I think she has all teenagers now, and some off in university and stuff like that. But um, she uses the analogy of um, raising a teenager is on a constant roller coaster and so the idea is like with their hormones and their emotions and all that stuff it's just you know when you're on a roller coaster if you like roller coasters if not you can envision it (laughs) (laughs) and you are like you know kind of it coasts for a little bit and then it gets to this you know um place where it just is slowly cranking. build up it's this build up to go up and you know like what's coming you know as soon as you get to that top you're going to be going really really fast um, and then, you know, then you're, there's a loop here and there's a loop there and that kind of thing. And then you kind of have this place where it like coasts for a minute and then it goes again. And then at the end it coasts and it kind of goes in for, and then you can safely get off the roller coaster. It yeah. goes in for landing. That's not the right word. goes in to stop. Yeah. It comes, um, in,
0: comes into the i don't know yeah G- and so like <laughs> if you can if you can
1: picture that or gosh remember your own teenage years like oh when yeah. i think back and think of some of the outbursts i had or stuff like that i mean that's totally what it was it was a roller coaster mm-hmm. um and some roller coasters are short and some roller coasters are long and some have more t- turns and twists and exactly. things like that and some are a little bit more kid-friendly <laughs> and so
0: it's <laughs> interesting to say but yeah
1: you never know what you're getting yeah. and it can change at a drop of a hat, and suddenly they're on a roller coaster. So here is the – having heard that helps me think through what our teenager is going through. But it also helps me realize we have done that roller coaster before. I don't want to do it again. Like, I yeah. don't – we don't have to get on the roller coaster with him. And so mm-hmm. I think that is um, – uh, my number one thought on raising a teenager and what we've experienced so far is when he is on the roller coaster, for whatever reason, we do not have to get on it with him. And that is one of the hardest things to do. I, you I, think, say? In some
0: way, I think in some ways that's just being a parent. Well, that is. With, yes. But it's, it's but to a different specific, level when yeah, you're a teenager. I mean, with a teenager, it's it's heightened. Yes, the the the, you have, the you, roller coasters become the big roller coasters. It has, <laughs> yes, it has. You have to be a certain height to ride those rides, basically. <laughs> so,
1: I don't want to meet that height requirement. Yeah. Uh, so I think that is, if if you can envision that and stick with that, that has helped me so much because there are often moments where, um, you know where whatever something has happened and it's usually something small that is like it doesn't ever feel like it's anything big sometimes it is though but something small that has like hit hit him off or something and it becomes a very huge deal Mm. for him and suddenly i can catch myself or both of us are like raising our voices or reacting like we're jumping on the roller coaster with him Mm -hmm. and realizing like actually we're just making usually what that does is it just makes it worse it makes yeah. it more heightened. It makes his roller coaster have more turns, like that kind of thing. And for us, if we would have just been the person that's like not not controlling the roller coaster because we can't control it, but watching it. <laughs> you have a different feeling when you're watching it. Like, oh, sure. I feel bad for those people. I wish I could help them. And as a parent, you want to help them. Um, and so we literally use this phrase with him. Uh, we literally say like, you're on the roller coaster right now when you feel yourself getting off, like... Let us know. Sometimes it really makes him mad when we say that. Um, and that kind of thing. Or, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's more often than not that he's having an interaction with one of his siblings. And he's on the roller coaster and they're trying to figure out what just happened. I don't understand what, mm-hmm. you know, snapped and that kind of thing. Um, I, we, we actually do use that phrase now we explained that phrase to him
0: right he knows what that means before
1: he went through puberty and stuff like that we talked about that that's one key for us that like our thoughts on raising a teen is like talking openly before they get (laughs) there um because then it leaves it as an open space once they are hitting those things that they don't understand what's happening and Mm. why they're all over the place and things are changing and that kind of thing and so even before that we've used that phrase of a roller coaster um so that he knows what we're talking about. We're not just throwing that out there. Yeah. <laughs> or talk to your team um about it like when mm-hmm. they're in a calm space, not, you know, yeah, yeah, not yeah. this is the, you're on a roller coaster and this is not in the middle yeah. of the heated whatever that heated about at the moment. Um the other idea is like the Um, we used for one of our kids when they were younger um, for some people call it timeout. we always called it a reset Mm -hmm. Um, and it was like a jar with water in it and we had filled it with glitter I hate glitter but we did use that at one point Mm -hmm. we had filled it with glitter and the idea was like to shake up the glitter jar and then set it down and once the glitter settled they could get up as long as their mood had changed and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and so we've explained that to zane too like it's like you have a, that jar and everything settles and then something happens and it shakes it all up mm-hmm. and then it does take time for it to settle yeah um and that kind of thing so that has been one of our things but then to also not immerse yourself in with the glitter or on the roller coaster is the hardest thing as a parent
0: yeah definitely i think too i think being in this stage with zane to be honest like and and being you know raising him in a different country and like there's just some unique things that you know are specific to us obviously but i think are kind of um widely spread and i think yeah for for everyone to understand that concept you know the roller coaster concept is really helpful um and that allows even even in a moment where, you know, my and I like one of us might actually step on the roller coaster with him and the other one's like, uh, you're on the roller coaster too." like, <laughs> we
1: call each other, <laughs> like,
0: what's going on? Like, why did you do that? Walk away. Walk, yeah, like, <laughs> get off now. Like, there's no reason to do that. So I think, you know, again, keeping an open, open line of communication and all of that. And uh, yeah, you're right, like making sure that you know, you're talking about some of these concepts, like, outside of when they actually happen is really key as well. Um, So then when they do happen, it's hopefully, you know, there's a, you know, a sense of understanding of like, what is actually happening and things like that. And I mean, to be fair, like, you know, Zane, specifically, he's, he's really open to conversation and he, you know, he communicates with us pretty well, for the most part. And I think, you know, but i think we've worked really hard to keep those Mm. those lines of communication open um and and that you know pretty much for the most part like no subject is untouchable in our house like that we would talk to him about there isn't no we always say that's always completely
1: open and i think in in that calm space, finding out, and you may be able to identify this more because I mean, you've seen your kid as they've grown up and stuff, but they as they change, they may have different things. is finding off finding out. When they are on the roller coaster, what is the, what do they need to do to help themselves get off of it? And normally, it is not continuing to interact with you. Um, <laughs> yeah. What is the, so even think of yourself when you get angry and you get or you know emotional or whatever it is in your life? There's usually some certain things that you have figured out that like I need to calm myself down before I interact more. And your teen is going to need help figuring out what those things are. And once they figure them out, then you can say, like, go do this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, so Zane going on a walk by himself and listening to music is super helpful for him. Yeah. And he will come back a changed person every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if it's, you know, something like that, we can say, like, I think you just need to go on a walk. And it's like his cue. And he's like, yep. Yeah, and then he just leaves, you know, um, I'm like, before you say more or mm-hmm. you say something hurtful, like, I think you should go on a walk. Um, and, and he'll leave and huffy and stuff like that. And he'd be fine with us saying this, um, and he'll come back and he, he'll usually almost always start the conversation with, I'm sorry, or here's why I, I got mad or mm-hmm. this is why that upset me. Um, he has drums. I mean, I'm glad he picked that instrument because it's like, it's, just, well, yeah. it's a nice one. Now, right? Well, I, I, yeah, it is loud, but, um, he has electronic drums, so it's not as loud. But you know, sometimes he'll go down and we'll. T- he shares room with his brother, and we're like, "Out, oh, your brother needs space." And um, he goes down and drums or whatever it may mm-hmm. be. Um, so those kinds of things. What What is that outlet for your kid? Um, I know it's not always appropriate to say or not maybe safe to say leave the house go on a walk but whatever is the thing that you think um is -hmm. helpful or help them discover that help them try some different things talk to them again in that calm time Mm -hmm. and figure out what is the thing um that then and then after they get off the roller coaster have a conversation about it i think I, I, I think, and we probably have done this a number of times. Of like, it's over. Like, oh, thank you, we made it through well, that. Yeah. But it's kind of sometimes of like, well, how did you feel during that? What mm-hmm. was the thing that set you off? And there are a lot of times that Zane will say, I honestly have no clue why I got mad about that. And yeah. that's just, and we and to say to him, yes, exactly. that's normal. Yeah, yeah. What you're experiencing mm-hmm. is normal. Like for him to know. And I think that's the hardest thing. And I remember that as a teenager of like uh, at the aftermath of some outburst that I'd be like, why did I just do that? And then you feel like a horrible person mm-hmm. and all those kinds of things. And you, yeah. you know, that spiral can happen really quick. And we don't want our kids to go into that. We want them to say like to be like, yep, your body's changing. Mm-hmm. Your hormones are changing. Your emotions are everywhere right now. That's what everyone experiences. That as a teenager, everyone's going to be on different spectrums of experiencing that, mm-hmm. um, depending on your unique makeup. Yeah. Um, I think
0: also too being aware, like each uh, each kid is different. So like, yes, whether you know, even if they're off the roller coaster, making sure it's an appropriate time to like bring it back up. Yeah, and and pro- help them process it. You can simply you know I mean? say, some, "Can we? Are you so ready some, to talk about that?" Because some people, some you know. Some of us, we can't, we don't want to process it right away. Some of us do like, so again, being aware of how your child, like how your teenager like does that, yeah, um, is super important because, you know, if he's off, you know, bringing it back up again might set him off again. So it's like more just trying to be aware of some of that stuff as well, mm-hmm. I think.
1: And I think it's talking about, you know, be, we've talked about this on different podcasts in different ways and stuff like that, but it's talking about like. Again, each kid is unique. And so different like rules or boundaries we and stuff like that may look different for each kid. And so we talk openly about that. Like we help, but, you know, some are very stern on like, sorry, you're not on social media. It's not even a conversation um kind of thing for now it's conversation yeah. when he hits a certain age um and then we'll have yeah. a conversation about that and
0: he continues to not want it anyway yeah. so that's i have helpful. a feeling
1: some of our kids will push us more on that yeah. that's oh, not yeah. something he pushes on now does he mm-hmm. push on other things 100 percent, yes i mean don't, <laughs> i don't want to put a picture of like he doesn't push on other things mm-hmm. but we often have this you know the this is why we have this boundary and i'm sorry as you're not quite ready yet to not have any boundaries like mm-hmm. in life you will always have to have some kind of boundaries yeah. um and so this is why we have this boundary and and sometimes um we use the analogy I, we're using lots of analogies in this aren't we mm-hmm. but it's true of the idea of like a, a, a rope. And that, oh, yeah. yeah. And the idea of like, you know, oh, we're going to give you some freedom in whatever this thing is. Mm-hmm. But if you we find out you lie to us or you do these different things, the rope comes in closer and you're not going to have as much rope length to like work mm-hmm. with and the freedom and that yeah. kind of thing. And he totally understands that, that sometimes you're like, oh, I'm not going to have the, uh, like, the rules are going to be I understand our, you're going to have to rein it in. We're yeah. Like, yep. And we're like, yeah. And he's like, that's fair. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm saying that once he's in a calm, sometimes that's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he'll even sometimes say, You know, and we always say it's better to tell the truth because if, guess what, if we find out that you're lying about it, that rope's going to get even closer to us Mm -hmm. um, and that kind of thing. Um, But as we're saying all this, I also want to say, (laughs) because this sounds slightly negative, and raising a teenager and we're right in the middle of it and have another one coming and then we'll have another one um, is not easy and so you need to figure out too what causes you to get on their roller coasters and what causes you to calm down as well yeah. because I mean gosh that can you know there's nothing worse than your kids sometimes saying something horrible to you yeah. that will get you right on the roller coaster um, so remembering that like you know this is normal for them but also how to care for yourself in it but I also want to say like I love this age.
0: Yeah, I'm having so much fun.
1: Like, and yeah. and I, this is probably, you know, each of our kids are at a really cool stage, but this is, pr- it's one of the hardest stages for me because I'm realizing we only have so much time with him left at home. Yeah. Um. So that emotion comes into me a lot. But also the fact that like we can have, we have great conversations with him. Mm-hmm. Like if you allow space to just be with your kids and whatever, engage in the things they like. Yep. Um, you know, if it's, i feel like with our boys at least it's so much easier for me to go on a walk or do something activity with them and talk to them i'm mm-hmm. um, with Veda, though at the same time like the conversations i have with her on a walk or something like that are different than like just sit down yeah um but like our dinner table recently we have had hilarious conversations and like you know been laughing to the point of crying uh Stuff we coming can, out of noses like, yes <laughs> i think there was some ranch that came out of somebody's nose and mouth yeah. and because they were laughing But also, then there's this cool thing of getting to introduce them to things and getting to talk to them about things. Um, Age appropriate, and in each kid, is going to be different in what age that's appropriate for. But like, we made a list of movies. That we want to show Zane either because they're hilarious and they're funny mm-hmm. and he can get some of that humor now or because they're pretty, they deal with some pretty serious stuff mm-hmm. and we want to talk to him about that. Or, or
0: like movies that just had an impact on us growing up. Yeah, exactly. You know, whether they're funny or not yeah. or whatever. And like explaining just why they had Things impact. that we enjoy. Yeah. So I think that, that that's the thing that I'm really enjoying now is that we get to share some of that, I don't know, the stuff that really makes us tick mm-hmm. with him and vice versa we get to step into his world um in a in a fun way that you know instead of just like you know sitting in front of the tv and watching sesame street or playing trains with him or whatever like now it's like we're getting to watch him create music and then like sitting with him at night and going oh let's let's listen like i want to hear how it went tonight like what did you create and Mm -hmm. like or you know again like you said going on a walk with him and just hearing like you know, what do you think about what's going on in the world right now? Like he, like he has thoughts and he, and and he doesn't like, have to agree with us either. We no, say exactly. that you do not have to be on the same and so I agreement think again, with us to like, talk about it. Just being able to do that with him is like, it's just, yeah. And to see him growing into a man is just really cool and exciting and, and scary and sad at the same time. Because again, like what Maya just said, like the fact that, you know, in a couple of years, you know, his presence won't be in the house as I can't much. not talk about it. <laughs> and it's just like, it's crazy, like, to even think about that. It just feels like yesterday that he was, like, coming home. We yes. brought him home and we thought, you know, we didn't put the car seat in the car, right? And yeah. Maya was telling me not to, like, drive over certain bumps because she was afraid it was going to hurt him and things like that. So, <laughs> you know, now he's, like, you know, he again, survived. Like, he's shaving his face and, like, all this kind of stuff. And, and so it's just, like you know, as hard as that, some of that stuff is like, I wouldn't trade this phase for anything. Like I absolutely, you know, again, we've had some difficult spots and that's just going to be typical with any teenager. I think you're always going to have like those, those moments and those times where they're going to start thinking for themselves and like thinking differently than you, or, you know, want to challenge you on certain things. That's so normal. And, you know, something that should, be embraced and like should create conversation with you as in a family setting you know but we shouldn't you know be too I'm not concerned isn't the right word but like I think like that's exciting to me to me personally the fact that we can have like real conversations with our teenager right now is super fun
1: it's it's super fun and it can also like don't let it set worry I guess because Mm -hmm. like It's normal. I mean, again, if you think of yourself as a teenager, you pushed back on a lot of stuff your parents were like thought of the world or things like that. And there may have been reasons. There may have been really good reasons for that. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and it's interesting. You have the opportunity right now if they are questioning some things, if they have a different view on something that's going on in the world than you do, and things like that, to show them how to have a conversation with somebody that they're not. 100% on the same place because I think that's what the world needs well I don't think I know that's what the world needs right now instead of being so decisive of like well you think that and I think that so we can't have a conversation Mm -hmm. or we cannot be friends or we cannot be family members like that's not what I desire for our kids and their future because they're it's boring to be with people that think all the same way as you do and stuff like that and to not be challenged and to not be able to have those conversations and so if Zane comes home and even you know like some conversations are appropriate to have with his siblings around and sometimes they'll have different views on it mm-hmm. and that kind of thing but to show them and model to them like listen, ask questions, why do you think that way? Like those kind of things mm-hmm. and like asking those kinds of questions. Um and then to be able to be say something like do you can I share what I think or those kind of things or here's my experience and this is why I think this way and like this is how we have conversations (laughs) and like we've the world has is missing a lot of that right now and so i think showing your teenager and and living for that and and it may be really challenging for you if they're pushing up against something that is like a core value to you and they don't aren't aligned with that that's hard uh, that's hard um but try and keep yourself calm and and model for them like be curious right yeah that's what
0: i was just gonna say like
1: Be curious, why, why do you think that way? Like, you know, don't say, is that because your friends are doing that? Don't like make accusations. Why? Mm -hmm. Why do you think that way? Where did that come from? Blah, 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 blah. Like those kinds of things I think are so important for them to realize like, oh, this is how you're curious about other people instead of right off the bat judging and Mm. shutting them down because they think differently. Um, And and that is where some of our coolest conversations I've had with Zane of like he knows so much more sometimes or the things he talks about in school are wildly different than the things we talked about in school. And and some of that's culture, some of that is the time we live in now. Um, and that kind of thing. And so like for, for our son to come home and say something like, mom, have you ever been sexually harassed or sexually assaulted and stuff like that? And I'm like, Oh, Oh, I guess we're having this. I mean, we've talked about that stuff before, Mm -hmm. but I've never generally shared my personal experience, but for him to come home and say like, they made a point that like our moms, our sisters, Mm -hmm. our aunts, like our friends, like have all experienced something. And like, I want to talk to you about that. You know, so there are just so many different things. Again, age appropriately. Right. and And yeah, as, yeah. not only age appropriately, but personality appropriately. Mm-hmm. Each kid is different. Yeah. Um, it's great to be having those conversations but also then to be having the like funny things of like let me listen to some of your music or Mm -hmm. you know here's something we like and sometimes he's like this is horrible yeah or then other times he like he's been going around he listens to queen a lot and stuff like that and like sings their songs and everything like that and we're like oh cool or like you know we
0: we watched ferris bueller's day off and he like absolutely (laughs) loved it like so you know like just things like that like there's good you know so i think it's just it's fun yeah it's just really fun
1: it is really fun and it can be I think fun it,
0: it can be fun if you're curious about your teenager yeah
1: and like, don't worry if they're questioning things that are like you know if you have a faith and they're questioning that i think that's really good i want our kids to question it because i want them to start to own whatever they believe and things mm-hmm. like that um and so again don't be afraid to have those conversations and be curious of their questions. It might be that hard, but it might be really hard to hear some of the things they said. And don't come back as the expert either. Yeah. Uh, we both have caught ourselves like, oh, actually, da 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 da. And like, yeah. that's not really gonna help right now. It's just getting them to talk. Like, mm-hmm. you know, again, think of how you feel if you're questioning things, if you are feeling a certain way about something that's going on in the world and things like that. And you make a statement and someone comes back to you with, like, that's not true because yeah. blah, blah, blah that doesn't make you want to talk anymore. And so keeping that curiousness and asking the questions and then like, be surprised when you model that, how they'll then ask you questions
0: um, that Zane will
1: often think, what do you like? A lot of our conversations are, what do you think about this? Like, what do you think about this? We talked
0: about this in this class today. Like, what do you guys think? And we
1: always say the phrase too, like, like, don't, Um, We'd prefer for you not to Google something, especially if it's anything related to, like, sex or stuff like that. Like, don't Google it. Come to us and ask the question because we're going to probably know what that is. It may be a different term or something, and we'll have a conversation (laughs) about it. Or maybe we all have to Google it together, but, like, I don't need images or articles, you know, so um, what were you going to say?
0: Well, no, no, yeah, I think even just thinking about, yeah, I think again, because because we've tried to be curious about Zane and things like that, like those types of conversations. And actually, to be honest, Zane is doing that and starting to model that with his younger brother and sister. So I think that that's kind of cool as well to like see how, you know, he sees us interacting with him. He's starting to interact that with, with his friends and mm-hmm. with his brother and sister, which, you know, so I think it's just, or with others like in our community and things like that, like just seeing seeing him, um, you know, step into that and being curious about other things as well with others is is cool as well too. So,
1: and I think the phrase we've done this with our kids, especially as they're learning new things or finding new things out when, when they come to you and say, what is this? Or, you know, um, sorry, hopefully, I don't know, you probably don't have kids listening right now, but like the first time that Zane came to us for, a, this is not in his teenage years, let's be clear. <laughs> he was five when he did this and he was like, I don't think Santa's real. Is Santa real? And I was like, well, what do you think? What? <laughs> this is uh what? Now hopefully yeah. no one's listening with their yeah. kids. <laughs> um, but asking, well, I didn't say what the answer was. I said, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. And that kind of thing. And so again, same thing. He'll come to us with some kind of statement of X, yeah. Y, Z. I think X, Y, Z. Or, or do you think, and he'll have a question for us. And we're like, well, what do that's, you think? That's
0: always our our first question back to them is, yeah. well, what do you think? yeah you know or whatever I heard conversation my friends say is. this
1: and i don't know what it means and we're like well what do you think it means yeah or that i think that that, that helps
0: us um kind of help steer the conversation because if they come back to us with something you know either silly or <laughs> yeah Way. or like completely off guard or whatever it is like then we can kind of appropriately know okay this is where they're at with yeah. that, so that's how we can kind of explain maybe mm-hmm. what that is in a different way, or like you know if if you know Zane comes to us and asks us a question, and we're like, well, what do you think? And he comes back with something really wise and all that kind of stuff. Well, that that changes yeah. the perspective of how we can talk with him about yeah. it. Or sometimes
1: it's we realize we have a little education we need to do in that area because yeah. he doesn't understand sure. it. Yeah. And, and what you just said about him doing the same thing, modeling that for his mm-hmm. siblings now is like the same thing often happens mm-hmm. of like, you know, we've talked, we've done an episode about like what our dinner table looks like. But like sometimes one of them will say something and saying's like, what do you think that means? Because sometimes they have used a word or something and they... Are totally using it out of context because they've heard a friend. I mean, we all yeah, do that, right? Yeah. And and he will is now doing the same thing. And he's like, and then he'll look to us. And we sometimes will say, "Go ahead and tell them what it means." Or sometimes they look to us to see, like, "Am I allowed to say what it means?" Or yeah. should I? You know, we had a hilarious conversation about a cuss word the other night <laughs> that someone had used in a context, and all of us real and they didn't even know they were using a cuss word. Actually, is what it yeah. ended up being
0: or what it really meant
1: or what it actually meant yeah. when we told them what it actually meant. Then they were it was so much laughter, it was hilarious of like, that's not what I meant at all. And we're like, exactly, just because you hear your friends use in a sentence doesn't mean that's what you're trying to imply when you just said that to your brother or whatever. (laughs) And then it was funny. But again, we've set that up where instead of just saying, Don't say that, it was like, Why did you say that? What do you think that means? Mm -hmm. Like that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I think it's just um that openness. And so I think the port, uh, the main things of our thoughts of raising a teenager is like it actually is fun, like yeah, it's not. It a scary- is fun. I mean, and in-
0: it's a scary thing to know, like that this this human now is becoming <laughs> <It's> human. <laughs> uh, you know, a young adult, and that this you know, man child, <laughs> and hopefully, they're starting to form their thoughts, their own thoughts and yeah. their beliefs, and their, um, and they're curious about the world, and we get to help walk alongside them in that, and that's. Uh, to me that's really exciting it's not something to be scared about or
1: you know yeah our hope right is to i hope i think all of us right we want to launch our kids into the world Mm -hmm. um as young adults whatever stage that is uh, um to be like people who love people well Mm -hmm. who are curious about others who want to care for others um and to not like judge others Mm -hmm. um all the time and and so like what does that how can you model that in your house right now and then also how can you model the fact that like Ever, no matter what age you are there are different emotions and things that come into play and and how to lovingly deal with people um that are, are lovingly walk not deal that's not the right word lovingly walk alongside people mm-hmm. um and so i hope that you know as we use the roller coaster analogy with them and stuff like that like we're not going to do it perfectly and we have to apologize Gosh, a lot mean, too. I mean, we have perfectly. had to apologize yeah. for things. Um, and that's important for him to see, but modeling, this is what this is what this messy relationship thing looks like. Like this mm-hmm. is imperfect and it's beautiful at the same time. And um, yeah, so it, it's it is stressful. I worry way more than... Well, I always worry.
0: I was going to say it. I don't think that ever stops.
1: You know, like I'm checking constantly on certain... Like he's at the movie. Like why the movie should be over. Why does it show that he's not left the movie yet and stuff? (laughs) And then when he gets home, like why were you... He's like, I was standing outside talking to my friends. Like we finished our candy that we bought or something. like, oh, sure. That makes sense. Great. I'm not sure why I was so (laughs) worried about that. You know, so... There's lots of things like that that go on, but that's what from the day one since a parent. Yeah, that's been say, the case. Not change. necessarily him standing outside a movie theater, but you know, yeah. all the other things. So, we would love to hear from you guys. What are you? Um, what are your thoughts about raising a teenager, or do you have a tween that is almost mm-hmm. there and you're already experiencing or, some of these or things? Or do you have
0: one that's out of that? that out. You can we need to learn from you. To us. Yes, yeah. please.
1: <laughs> um, how do you prepare your your heart for then leaving the house? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Enough talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, thanks so much for joining us um, and we will talk to you next time see ya thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Laurent Collective podcast if you enjoyed today's podcast be sure to subscribe and leave a review which helps others find our podcast continue the conversation with us over on Instagram at Laurent Collective
0: we look forward to going deeper than just surface talk with you again next week